This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thrilled today to get to visit with Molly Gamble, the Editor-in-Chief of Becker's Healthcare. Molly's going to talk about what trends and issues she's watching currently. Molly, why don't you take it away? Tell us what you're watching currently. What are the big stories in, in, in the news currently for health systems? Sure. Thanks, Scott. So as we start 2023, I come with a couple bows tied on to what 2022 meant for hospitals, given there's some lag in data and counts and things like that. And one's about finances, the other's about CEO changes. Um, first, uh, this week, a bow was tied on what the year meant for hospital finances with the release of Hoffman Hall's year-end national flash hospital report. They did see some 11th hour improvements, but not enough to outdo what was the worst financial year for hospitals and health systems since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic. That declaration isn't much of a surprise given how hospitals' median operating margins really lingered in the red throughout the first 11 months of the year. That started with a negative 3.4% recorded in January, dragged down by Omicron. December was the only month where hospitals realized a positive year-to-date operating margin at 0.2%, um, but nonetheless, not enough to, to save it. So approximately half of the hospitals finished the year with a negative margin. And that the medians I just shared is based on data from more than 900 hospitals. Um, so that is the kind of feather in the cap of 2022 as we've been tracking these margins monthly. So it was a tough 2022. Is there any good news on the horizon? Are things getting a little bit better? What does Kaufman Hall say about that? Yeah, labor expenses were just a constant source of pressure. Um, but it's interesting, even though hospitals did see increased patient volume. So some good with the volumes piece, but just the, the labor expenses were just um, so crushing and, and not in, they were always outweighing the increased volumes. Um, also, Coffin Hall noted a trend of people in more cases going toward outpatient settings away from the emergency department. That follows something that's been occurring now for years, but still worth noting as well. Thank you very, very much. And what are the trends? So labor costs are starting to get a little bit under control, but still challenging. What are the trends are you watching currently? The other one is about CEO changes. So we have been following these reports monthly from Challenger Gray and Christmas. It's an executive coaching firm that analyzes CEO turnover across numerous industries in the U.S. And hospital CEO changes were down a bit. They took down 8% from those recorded in 2021. So 2022 brought 103 CEO changes within hospitals. And we went back to the firm and we said, hey, can we get a sense of like where this number falls, not just compared to 2021, but holistically. And they shot us back some data showing the number of changes in hospitals dating back to 2015. And when you look at it as a whole, the past year really brought the second to lowest number of CEO changes since the firm began tracking them in 2015. The only other year that brought fewer CEO exits was 2020, which as you know, Scott, was such a caveat as executives either delayed retirements or their exit plans given the tumult of the pandemic. So it, it was an interesting finding in that even though we cover CEO changes so regularly, and at times it does seem like they're occurring so frequently, but if you look at it dating back to 2015, it was actually quite a good year in terms of retention, the second to lowest since 2015. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you, you, you hear of a lot of the big-name CEOs that have been around for a long time retiring, but, but the reality is the turnover is not that different than usual, even though we sort of expected and hear a lot about it. 
Agreed. Yeah. And it's, it's not that unusual. And also the other thing I wanted to mention too, is that hospital CEO changes, they actually match the rate of all those recorded across all 29 industries. So every industry as a whole, if you combine it all, the number of CEO exits were down 8% uh, year over year. And that's the same for hospitals down 8% compared to 2021, which is finding too. It's not as though hospitals are really outpacing um, or really out of whack with, with other industries, which was, I thought, worth noting as well. Thank you very, very much. And Molly, anything else you have your eyes on as you head into 2023 for health system executives and leaders? Anything else that's top of mind? We've talked about turnover. We've talked about financials, um, still big labor costs, but getting a little bit under control. Anything else that's front and center? Yeah, one thing, uh, speaking of CEO changes, one I did want to make time for today is just Kate Walsh, CEO of Boston Medical Center, is headed to lead Massachusetts Health Department. Uh, her appointment was announced late January by Governor Maura Healy. So Ms. Walsh, her new title will be Secretary of the Executive Office of Health and Human Services. That is the largest body in the Massachusetts government, 12 agencies, the Mass Health Health Plan Program. Um, Ms. Walsh has led Boston Medical Center as CEO since 2010. And this problem is one, she, she's done a lot for health equity. Uh, recently in 2021, she established uh, a health equity accelerator at the organization to eliminate gaps in life expectancy, quality of life. Um, also doing some really creative things at BMC in terms of um, installing a farm on the roof of one of the hospitals to be able to send patients home with fresh produce. So she um, she's expressed honor with the leadership appointment and she will succeed Massachusetts longest serving HHS secretary who retired January 5th. So we are we send our congratulations to Kate Walsh. Uh, thank you. And I'm thrilled that you bring that to my attention because Kate is a remarkable leader and the State Department's lucky to have her. She really is a great, great leader. So thank you so much for joining and sharing that news with us as well, uh, Molly Gamble. Uh, again, Molly Gamble, Editor-in-Chief, phenomenal leader. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Scott.